When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. everybody it's your girl claudia jordan it's thursday and we are back with tjf we're here to spill the tea and break down the biggest headlines in the news and on social media so sit back relax and get ready for all the hot tea that we have to offer please welcome al reynolds and funky dineva ah what's going on claudia hey hey everybody hey 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 we still sober? I'm going to have to stop asking soon because it's, it seems yeah. like... <laughs> I'm just drinking cranberry juice. Mm. And you can tell I'm a little under the weather today because I got this old 1990s boy band corduroy shirt. I don't know. many people, I don't know what the <laughs> hell I got on today. And y'all please don't fire up on me, okay? I woke up, I had the chills. I know it's July and I got on corduroy. But this just how I was feeling when I got out of the bed. I don't even know where one would find a corduroy shirt in 2020. Yeah, where did you buy one? Is that vintage? No, I got it from Zara within the last year. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Well, we got to bring back the 80s. <laughs> Al, how you feeling? I you can't listen. Them? I can't talk. I'm sitting here with a, with a, a what is this, a cardigan on? Mr. Rogers? <clears throat> Mr. Rogers. <laughs> you had the sweater over your shoulders earlier, like you was giving prep. Yeah, it's, it's kind of chilly in here, so I'm just like trying to figure it out. But then that was like, I should have put it on, but then I was like, nah, because it's white. You can't wear white on TV. So then I was like, okay, let's go gray. Well, okay. Well, I got a little cheap ass shirt from South from Fashion Nova. Still hoping they give me an influencer deal like they give everybody else on Instagram except me. Uh, so, hey y'all. Anyway, <laughs> um, how was y'all? Y'all have a good day today. Everything good? My day was pretty hey, non-existent. I just kind of chill. Y- y'all know I- I- I'm rich, so I don't do nothing. I just <laughs> float around all day. Okay, Al. Hey, I, I work. <laughs> I still work during the day, so you know. Typical Thursday. I don't know why, though. This week seems like it's been going by slow, if you ask me. I can't wait till tomorrow. I can't wait for the weekend. I got rid of my Porsche today. I traded in. I got something else. So I um, I got a different car. I traded in today. So it was kind of sad. Like, I, it was, you know, she's a cute little car. So Did you did you get an SUV like you said you wanted? Mm-hmm. I got a white range. Oh, a white okay. Now you heard me say I was getting a Range Rover in August and you're going to run out and get one. <laughs> oh, yeah, I copied you because they only made one Range Rover. <laughs> I know. I was like, he got me mad when I say I got the <laughs> You can't get a 2023, though. You got to get a 21, 22, or 20 because uh, back they're back ordered so far back and they're so ridiculously. Do, do, not, do not buy a 2023. Yeah. Buy you a 2021, 2022, or even a 2020, you will save a lot of money on it. But that ain't got the new body. I like the new body that with all the, that's like all, no edges. The new, the new one has like no point, no edges. Mine has no edges. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> oh, we gonna leave that alone. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's get to the topics. All right. We all know the writer strike has uh, been going on for a month now with Hollywood writers refusing to work until they are paid what they're owed. Well, they may be in for a tough ride. Hollywood studios reportedly plan to let the strike drag out until the writers go broke. This was one of the worst things I've ever heard from corporate. Like, we know they do it, but to say it, to vocalize and verbalize it, a studio executive said the end game is to allow things to drag on until union members start losing their apartments and losing their houses. Can you believe that they would even say this, Al? I don't understand how they feel like this is a good thing. We know that the last strike, which was in 2007, cost the city of Los Angeles $2 billion. Claudia, I think you may have been living here then. It cost the city $2 
billion dollars it costs 38,000 jobs and it costs a decrease of 800 million dollars in retail sales this type of strike isn't helping anyone in this situation and the amount of money that these big studios make I just feel like they could absolutely do better what people don't understand is that the entertainment industry in California in Los Angeles is a 80 million dollar a day business when you shut it down you are hurting everybody everybody in this town I mean we've got to do better it affects the vendors, it affects the caterers, it affects everyone, it affects parking, it affects so many areas. It really put Los Angeles in a really bad place last time. I remember, and it really did a lot of damage. But this is corporate greed. Q, what do you think about this? Well, things are about to get more complex, guys, because effective midnight tonight, the actors are joining the strike. So essentially, Hollywood will be shut down. Um, completely. So, Al, whatever that number is, is about to grow exponentially. I think it's messed up. Um, I think that the streaming networks and the big studios should come to the table and give the people something. I think it says a lot about our country when you don't want to tap into your profits just to give the people a little something. I'm not saying give them the whole pot, but I think if you just gave the people two nickels, they actually would be all right. Give them a symbolic gesture of good faith or something. And then I'm just waiting for them to let us know when the talk show, when the talk show people are joining the strike too, because I'm tired of coming to work every day for five days. Devil is a lie. Don't mess with my check. Well, you, you know, are rich. I need my check. It's it's been happening, you know, it's been uh in the in the works for a long time. So what happens is the industry finds another way, a cheaper way to get talent like reality shows and they don't pay residuals. OK, you get a buyout, you get paid for the season and then that's it. And then they play that show. I know season seven is still playing in parts of the country and America and I get nothing. So then you have with the writers, uh, with, with what's happening right now with streaming. Streaming wasn't around a long time ago. So now there's a new entity. They haven't made laws to catch up. So I, I've I've been really um transparent lately show my residuals on online on my uh, social media you'll see one payout for it airing on network television and then there's four three other brackets streaming internet usage which says zero 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 those are all things that they are they're airing the show or the commercial or the whatever that no one's making any money off this so the producers the studios are making all this extra revenue with different different platforms and the actors just want a little equity and i think they're not asking for a lot and the, the fact that their attitude is let them just go until they start losing their homes. Like, tell me you don't give a fuck about your, your, your employees without telling me you don't give a fuck about your employees. Like, come on. You're making ridiculous amount of money. Subscription services. Everyone has Netflix. Everyone's paying these subscriptions. It's it's really maddening. We have some some comments. Uh, um, Funky Marie. Nah, they over there like Tyler Perry behind up in the chat. Sam Cook said, see, Tyler Perry ain't going to ha never have to worry about that. And Belinda Skinner said, meanwhile, Tyler Perry people aren't affected by this nonsense. Yeah, because Tyler sit down in his house and write every doggone thing, his doggone self. So he ain't, got no, he, he ain't affected by it. Um, although I wish Tyler would get some people to write his stuff. And Jay Watt said, I need my shows. Get it together. It's pushing everything bike. Yes, it is. It's horrible timing with the AI. Uh, Angela Elaine said, uh, one of the writers said, this fight is between hundreds of thousands of people and three rich white men mm. on the other end. Which oh, is sad. That's a little bit of perspective, yeah. Mm -hmm. We will definitely keep y'all updated on that. Now, Royce Reed recently spilled the tea on how her ex-boyfriend Dwight Howard responded when she told him she was pregnant. Take a look. When I told Dwight that I was pregnant, he did not return any of my phone calls, none of my messages for two days. This man offered me a massive amount of money to say that Braylon was not his. I would say, can you believe this? But uh, I mean, I, I, nothing surprised me these days with these people. Um, and I don't mean her when I say these people, I mean him. Uh, Q, what are your thoughts on this? Girl, your son is 15 years old. Can you please go sit down? I mean, the time for you to have revealed all of this was when you was on Basketball Wives. I don't know what Royce is trying to get out of this situation. I don't know if her money funny, because uh, quiet as it's kept. 
My homegirl, Quisha, who lived in Orlando, a couple of years <laughs> Royce lived in the same apartment complex in Orlando. She lived, she was living it down to the apartment. And then my uh, favorite teacher from high school, her daughter is going to Bethune-Cookman College, is a cheerleader, and Royce is the cheerleading coach mm-hmm. over there at Bethune-Cookman College, just giving a real nine-to-five tease. So I don't know if the child support money don't dry it up. I don't know if she's trying to get some more celebrities so she can go over to L.A. and get on basketball wise. But like Royce, nobody cares. And this just feels like attention seeking. This man ain't said nothing about you in years. You ain't been relevant in years. Why are you using this 15 years later to to, to try to get some relevance? And I think also, too, you're probably driving a deeper wedge between you, him and your son. Didn't they have a gag order where she wasn't allowed to say anything until now? Al, what what do you know about this? Well, you know, it was more than a gag order, uh, Claudia. You know, she got hit with a $535,000 judgment because she talked during her days of starting Basketball Wives. You know, I was on that show in the beginning. I, I knew Royce from the show. I filmed with Royce. Such a beautiful young girl. Such an incredible mother. But this just gives me emotionally abusive relationship and she just can't seem to get out from under it and whatever is going on in the construct of that confidentiality agreement i think she's just fed up and she's had enough now q is right this happened 15 years ago so the only reason i would think that she's still talking about it is because she has been holding it in and 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 underneath and off the radar for so long and she's had enough she's she's had enough of the abuse and she's just trying to break the chains and this is her way of doing it because she didn't really say much when when she was on the show right about him she wasn't really allowed yeah to say that's much. because he won that judgment she mm-hmm. owed him five hundred and thirty five thousand dollars as if that wasn't enough remember he had her he had her bank accounts garnished so he was he was beaten up on her pretty bad and it's pretty sad considering all the money that that young man has made over mm. the years he didn't have an airtight um confidentiality agreement with them other people that was talking about his business out in these streets and y'all know what i'm talking about <laughs> Ooh, girl. Mm-hmm. you should have got the same to come out so he only gave the girls the gag orders and the other girls was gagging them catch okay allegedly 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 a texas woman was shot in the head and killed after uh in her car after her husband flipped off another driver during a road rage incident the other driver fired several shots into the vehicle the woman's husband said i looked over at him when i did it and i thought he was flipping me off too but it turns out he was holding a gun this is so sad have you ever been a victim or an aggressor in a road rage incident, Al? Yes, I have road rage. That's why I don't drive. I'm just not very good at it. And I, I take everything personal. When somebody cuts in front of me, I'm like, oh, hell no. But you know what? Something that I've learned about road rage is, and the reason why I don't drive is, guys, 30 uh, murders annually happen because of road <laughs> rage. And in the last seven years, there was 12,610 injuries and 218 murders just because of road rage. This is something that we should take very seriously. And hey, it's, it costs you nothing. Nowadays, it costs you your life, but it costs you nothing that if someone is exhibiting horrible road rage to just pull over and let them pass you by. Right. Q, do you have road rage? Absolutely not. You know, I, I'm I'm blessed. I have never experienced any type of negative emotion um, or rage as a result of driving. And I'm going to leave y'all with something. And I'm not victim blaming by any stretch of the imagination. But y'all got to stop going out in public and getting into altercations with people, uh, flipping people off, cussing people out, being slick with people at the register because folks out here are crazy. It's just not worth it. And when you think about it, you don't even know this other person. And I just got a rule. I'm not going to let somebody that I do not know and I do not love upset me. It's just not worth it. Unless they're hot-ass kids. Can you believe that Texas is actually one of the largest states that uh, deal with road rage and not Florida for once. <laughs> I believe it because they be, they be wilding out out here and they are quick to pull out a gun. Everyone has guns out here. I did something stupid one time. Someone hit and ran me, like hit my car and just kept going, didn't say anything, like swiped the side of my car. And I chased them down. 
And I was filming it. And then my people was like, what the hell are you doing? Like, you're asking to be murdered because this is a place where everyone, their mama got a gun. You don't even need any any kind of paperwork anymore. So, yeah, we got to we got to be careful. Be careful on these streets. Yeah, there's other ways to resolve things. Uh, a paralyzed woman got emotional after a gas station employee was rude to her and refused to help her pump gas. Take a look. She gonna holler. Well, if you driving, you can walk right. And I'm trying to explain to her, like, I cannot walk. I'm paralyzed. She gonna holler, how are you driving? Once again, I'm using assistance. Why does that even matter? It's a whole wheelchair standing right here on this gas pump. So that means if I need assistance, you're supposed to help me. Do y'all have any help or hope for humanity at, at this point? I mean, it's every day. It's something. Wow. This was heartbreaking to watch. Um, I, I, I just didn't understand. It's something about it. I just didn't understand why a... A, a gas attendant. It's a gas attendant. Why a gas attendant who gets paid to pump gas and also looks forward to tips would just abandon her like that? Not only just abandon a woman or a black female, but a, you know, a physically disabled woman, black female. It, it's just something, I don't know. It's just like you're saying, we, it's a race to the bottom if, if this is really true. Because it, 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 from the video, it just appeared that the woman just went inside and was like, OK, forget you. I mean, I didn't I didn't like it. I didn't like how it felt. Maybe if the woman had made it more apparent that she was disabled, the woman would have had a little bit more empathy. That's all that I can say at this point. Uh, Alpha Kick said they did her wrong lawsuit. Um, Q, what do you think about this story? Well, you know what? You learn something new every day. I didn't know that there was even a button uh, for assistance on the gas pump for people who were disabled. So that was something that I learned. I think I just always assumed disabled people who drove let their window down and asked somebody who was passing by to help them get gas or took somebody with them. I don't know what I thought. Um, but this is unfortunate. I'm pretty sure I, I would love to see the follow up to the story. I'm pretty sure that this woman should be fired by now. And I would be curious to know from a legal standpoint, does she have a lawsuit? Right. Uh, it does seem like if, if that's a service that they provide, not just for handicapped people, but for people, period. Why are they not allow this? Yeah. To, uh, we had someone in the in the chat here that said, oh, I'm sorry. I looked at this comment. Uh, as a, a fellow person in a wheelchair. Oh, Eric Mitchell said, as a wheelchair user, I feel her pain. Imagine you're, you know, you're independent enough to be driving around and, you know, you're trying to make, make, make it on your own, do as much as you can. You just need a little help and, and to be treated like that. So we, we got to get back to having some kind of empathy for each other. Right. All right. Coming up next, we're putting our soulmate to the test in a segment called Guess What Race. We will be right back. Stay tuned. <laughs> Welcome back to TGIF. Once again, the show is in the commercial. Right, Q? <laughs> yes, I want yes. to send a shout out to our good friend, Riley Knox, who is absolutely beautiful and doing her thing. And you, I encourage you to follow her. She's watching right now. I just want to give her a shout out. And I think one day we need to have you on the show because I feel like you could add a lot to this, to our, our, our hot topics. Don't you think? I think so. R R Riley is a wealth of knowledge. She's connected to a lot of the stories that we do on the show. Uh, you guys can follow her at Riley Knox Couture on uh, IG or Riley Knox. Just look her up. And can make a beautiful gown. She'd be making all the Housewives girls gowns. She made, made Monique's gowns, a lot of the girls. Mm -hmm. She's she's making her, making some noise in the fashion uh, world, guys. So y'all definitely support and go check out and, her designs. And gorgeous, 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 gorgeous. All right. Um, all right. Are, are you one of those people who doesn't see color? who claims they don't see color. Do you pride yourself on not feeding into the stereotypes? Well, we're gonna put that to a test in a segment we like to call, Guess What Race? Hey. All right, soulmates, we want you to put your answers in the chat as well and play along. Uh, let's get into it. A man was charged after running around Las Vegas, a Las Vegas casino, but naked. Now he's accused of hitting a one-legged man and dancing naked on a poker table, his family came to his defense and blamed his erratic behavior on someone spiking his drink. Now, the man allegedly has no recollection of the rampage. Can you guess the man's race? Caucasian. <laughs> Caucasian? 
It's a white man. You know what? Never mind. All right. During a concert uh, by Ski Mask. Oh, oh, he was handsome. Go, that was the one that was to get. That was the one that got naked. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Uh, during a concert by Ski Mask, the Slump God, a fan was caught on camera diving off stage, thinking the crowd would catch him. Well, the crowd let this man fall right on his head, resulting in an epic fail. Can you guess the race of this fan? Why? <laughs> Hispanic. Of course, it is a white man. Okay. No, I am waiting. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, uh, a mall in another country is offering husband stories. No. Oh. <laughs> huh? He died. Did you see that? husband uh, storage facilities for wives to leave their spouses while they shop inside each pod is a chair monitor computer and game pad where the men can sit and play video games from the 90s as of now and the service is free can you can, can, guess the race who came up with this black when they say video games black okay <laughs> black um, black oh Actually, that was being an Asian man, a Chinese man, actually. Okay, okay. that makes okay. sense. That makes All right. sense. We're going to try to make these a little more difficult in the future. I'm going to get a handle on these. We're going to make it a little more difficult because sometimes they, it's a, we're going we're gonna to switch it up. But thank you for playing along in the chat. Coming up next, find out why Justina Valentine thinks she uh, thinks, wait, she lacks recognition as a rapper. Okay. And later we take a look at past trending headlines and see how they've evolved. Stay tuned. <laughs> Welcome back to TGIF. All right, Wild and Out star Justina Valentine feels that she doesn't get the recognition she deserves as a rapper because she's a white woman. She said, I did touch a little bit of success, but it wasn't what I wanted. I just felt like the world just don't want to hear a white bitch rapping. She I rap. Yes, I do feel that I would have way more recognition. Now, do you think she's she has a point or is this an excuse? Q, what do you think? I think it's an excuse because... If you look at the way things to, uh, typically trend in entertainment, white people who come out in black genres are typically rewarded for their skin color. When you look at the the uh, Iggy Azaleas, you look at the Justin Timberlakes, you look at the uh, Robin Thicks, um, you look at the Adeles, even though Adele does sing. So typically, it's like, oh, shoot, white girl can rap. They get an extra boost. So I'm like, nah, girl, um, maybe it's something else. I mean, I heard in the comments that she's a pretty decent rapper. I've never heard any of her music. Um, but maybe you just ain't got it. I mean, because we all know white skin is currency and it unlocks just about every door. So it ain't it ain't your skin color, mama. Okay. Al, what do you think about this? I don't know, Q. I think she has a point. I, I think in this case, that's the one thing that they they cannot use their skin color to get in that door. We simply in this culture have not decided what what, what place white women should have in hip hop. We just haven't. We've put them on reality shows. We didn't like it. <laughs> we put them on major labels. She signed to Nick Cannon's label. We don't like it. I, I just feel like she might have a point. And I can't say I'm mad about it because I think it's we just don't we we just don't trust their experiences, I think, in their rap lyrics. Now we you're right, Iggy is an exception, Bad Baby and Krishan maybe, but I gotta be honest with you, I can't think of a song from each one of those artists if you were to put push me to the paint today. So the um, larger question to me is why is it that white male rappers have done successful in hip hop, but we refuse to let white female rappers uh, ride the ride? Well, it's kind of like that in society, like with politicians too. Like they, we'd be like, uh-uh, mm-mm, we don't trust you. We don't trust you. And yeah, the experience part too. Like I know a lot of rappers be lying about their experience. They don't all live that life because they, you can't be talking about killing someone and being the booth. Like, oh, run that back. Okay, sure, right, okay. You know, so um, I, I, I don't know. It is hard to find credibility. It shouldn't be that right. way, but it does. Uh, and we do allow white men. I mean, Jack Harlow is one. Um, well, Eminem, I got to say this. 
Eminem did not get where he was because he's white. He's exceptional. You take away his skin color, I think he's an exceptional rapper. I think he's right. he's, he's extremely talented and different. Um, and Dr. Yeah. Dre's endorsement. Yeah, and and yeah. he and he battle raps. So I don't know, girlfriend. I'm sorry for you, but uh, yeah, I, I just met her with BT, which is super sweet. I don't. I'm not familiar with the music. Have any of y'all heard anything that she's done? I haven't heard anything she's done, and uh, maybe that's Nick Cannon's fault. And just like C. Bus says, she should blame Nick. She signed to his label. Got a point. That's right. I mean, he's he's in the industry. All right, y'all. Speaking of white women, watch how an aunt reacted when someone tried to touch her niece's hair. Was that too much or what do you think? Al? <laughs> Listen, I loved it. But, you know, this is a teachable moment here. Everybody needs to know, especially white women and white people in general, touching black hair is a microaggression, all right? And a microaggression is defined by an everyday slight, an insult, a put down, an invalidation, and an offensive behavior that black people experience on daily interactions. Now, it doesn't mean that they mean to do it, but they do it and it's very offensive. Everybody needs to know that if you touch a black person's hair, it's a microaggression. Okay. Q, what do you think? You know, I would be curious to know in 2023 from a white person's perspective, um, what shoots up in them that makes them want to touch? Is it that at her age, she's never felt that texture before? Is it at her age, she's never seen that style before? And Claudia, help me out with this because I'm not a woman. I do know with children and babies, we typically kiss and touch and all of this stuff. Um, what is the disrespectful thing about the touching of the hair? I, I don't I don't get it 100%. I think it all depends on who it comes from um, and their vibe. I think there are generally, gen, generally, genuinely pe uh, people that are like just curious and like they've never seen that texture, but you should still ask. Um, I remember when I was in a pageant, one of the girls was from the South, a Southern state. I think she was Miss Georgia. And the way she did one of these little, you're so cute numbers, it felt very condescending, you know? Um, I, 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 I think we have to kind of be mindful about touching anyone's kids. Isn't it natural? You want to go touch? But I think it's, uh, it is perceived differently when it's a, a white person, a black kid, because we, we are quick to be defensive because of what we've been through. Like, you know, are you making fun of it? Or are you really just curious? What is, what is this? Why are you doing this? Are you petting me like an animal? Are you petting my child like an animal? Yeah, well, microaggression. I, it, it is. And like <laughs> Al said, I, I, I don't think it's always coming from a racist place. But if someone says it's uncomfortable to them, then it's your job to respect that. And you can't argue with it. You cannot, you know? All right, y'all. A New Jersey couple was arrested after allegedly stealing $91,000 from a local youth soccer club. The two were heavily involved in the club and used their positions to make unauthorized withdrawals from the league's accounts. Now, they, the stolen funds we used to pay for extravagant vacations and a party for their child. Can we know, uh, you know, you are for fighting the kids, but what about stealing from them? Could you do that? Well, I won't steal all their soccer money. I might take their candy bar money or whatever, <laughs> but I got a question. I want to know what kind of damn soccer league this is, because, baby, when I was in school and even now, we can't even get, all the black kids can't even get uniforms. They standing on the side of the damn street selling waters, trying to get uniforms. And these people got $91,000 in the account to steal, which means they got even more than that. But here is my thing, and I said it earlier this week on the show with the Amazon story. When you hit a lick, you hit it one time and leave it alone. You hit it one time and leave it alone. Had they got a little $10,000, little $15,000, they would have got away with it. But then to hear that the fools went to Disney World and all this other hillbilly crap with the money, y'all deserve to go to jail for being stupid. But more of the story, hit the lick one time and leave it alone. So just steal once. 
one good time. Right. One no, and not one good time, because if you take too much, <laughs> if it's ninety-one thousand in the account, you get you about six. You so they can't tell. Six. Angela Elaine said it'd be good. Angela Elaine said, what the hell is a league doing with $91,000? Al, what do you think about this? <laughs> I'm just saying uh, two things for me. A, I'm glad that it, that they were not us. We weren't the two, the two criminals weren't black. Uh, the other thing that I didn't like about this is how they always portray crimes like this when it's non-black. Uh, like they, they had pictures, they had three pictures and all the pictures were them standing in front of a, a ocean, all all wholesome. They had a family picture of them and then had a picture of them playing soccer. I was just like, when we get arrested and they post pictures of our criminality, it's never a wholesome picture. It's a horrible uh, mugshot. It's, you know, all these incredibly horrible facts uh, attached to it. And in this case, they called their thief them being a thief, they call it theft of movable property. No, they are con artists. They are thieves. They are criminals. Theft of movable property. Get out of here with that. It's it's amazing the lens that they'll go through to protect uh, them, and and even in the mar even when they're criminals, you know, they make it right. sound like it's not even that bad. Like, oh, right. it's just theft of new moving on. <laughs> You know, when white, white, little white boy teenagers go steal a car, they call it joyride, and when we do it, it's Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto. You know what? Sunshine, so Love, Sunshine Love in the comments said, you speaking from experience, Q. Uh, and Sunshine, yes, I am. I'm going to tell y'all that story one day, but I hit a lick at a job one time. I ended up getting caught in fire and almost went to prison. Um, but that, that's how Is I... Is Target? No, this wasn't at Target. This was a this was a accounting job I had out of college. I was working in the office, uh, using the people credit cards. <laughs> Ooh, Samaria oh, said, "Don't turn your back on Q in your house, y'all." <laughs> using their routing numbers and account numbers. <laughs> really, Q? I, I was young. I was young. Well, hopefully, hopefully, the statute of limitation has uh, <laughs> expired. Well, if I don't be on the show next week, y'all better <laughs> on my J-Page. Well, I, I was trying to read the comments. Samaria trying to come for you, Q. She said, don't turn your back on Q in your house, y'all. Smiley face. <laughs> I think he's evolved now. He's a, a, supposed to be unlocking his better self now. He's right? a rich white lady now. <laughs> That's what that job got for paying me $41,000 anyway. They wasn't paying me enough to live. Their fault. For giving you a job. All right. <laughs> Soulmates, you might want to cancel your beach trips this summer. According to reports, I saw this is disgusting. More than half of the nation's beaches are contaminated with poop and sewage. The shores are polluted with both human and animal waste due to sewage water, uh, overflows. This is disgusting. I think in Texas, they said like 90% of the beaches out here just tore up. And it's just got the, the, the levels are too high. Q, what do you think about this? You still going to be on your, you, but you can only get in the water, right? You stay on the boat. Well, sometimes we get out and jump in. But um, y'all been swimming in dinosaur boo-boo, them big whales and them sharks and stuff like that. <laughs> um, you know, when I went to Florida State University and got my degree in economics, some people ain't teach me nothing about biohazardous waste, right? But, um, and maybe Al would know, we can't burn the doodle. You know, you know how people burn, how they burn trash in the country because they don't have trash collection? Or would burn would burning our waste create another environmental problem? It's too much waste. I think I think in this case, Q, um, they're saying it's the sewer system in all of our cities and especially on the coastlines. So because our sewer systems are so antiquated, you know, there are a lot of people still living with with on whales and and that's pools. Yes, you know, and so what happens is that pushes out. The, the only way that they're able to release it is they push it out into the water, unfortunately. And what's the proper way to treat it, then push it yes. out, right? Right. Mm -hmm. The problem also is, you guys, right now there's 8 billion people in the world. A lot of these systems were set up for like a billion people, like max, right. like in the world. I remember growing up, there was 2 billion people in the entire world in the 90s. I remember being like, damn, 2 billion people. And it just shot up. So now we're being overwhelmed. Like the stuff that used to work, we can't get away with. Like now you can't dissipate 
eight billion people's worth of dookie before you could with two billion, but now eight. And it's just going to get worse. This is the hottest summer in 120,000 years. If that is not a warning sign and look at the polar caps, they are half of what they were. We are in we in danger, girls. They say we are in danger. So what I'm hearing is we can't eat no crab legs no more. We need to leave them fried lobster tails alone cause <laughs> and, and catfish because they bottom feed us. Uh, no, the, the goal of the story is you got to hold it in longer, Q. <laughs> you well, and, and here's the thing, especially in America, you know, America. <laughs> well, you know, like, what does that, I, it ain't going to keep people from going to the beach, though. Nah. Well, eventually, I mean, we probably won't see it in our lifetime, but if we, if any of us have kids, uh, they're definitely, or our nieces and nephews, they're going to have to deal with this mess. There's a, an area in the middle of the Pacific Ocean that is bigger than the state of Texas with black plastic bottles just floating together. It's swirling around. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. It never gets dissolved. It takes forever. Okay, um, Amy Boatwright said, here at Myrtle Beach, a whole sanitary napkin was on the shore this past weekend. Oh, that's so gross. All right, y'all. That's the other on. part, the exposure to, like, hepatitis. Like, you know, you just go to the beach, your kids, you could play. And you know, you know when you're on the beach as a child, you're swallowing that water. That's the part that you get really concerned about. Because now they're not just swallowing salt water or regular lake water. They're swallowing waste. That Think about actually, yeah, all the whales come and jizz and bust in the water and the fish and the D Daddy said that's why they invented COVID to cut down on the population. I agree. Well, we need a round two. Chuck twelve. Oh, no, no. We need a lot I mean, now. No, no, no. no. I said that out loud. I meant that. Yeah, stop, no, stop that. <laughs> okay. No, uh, I'm COVID. sorry. I'm sorry, y'all. Damn, I'm sorry. I ain't locked my better self yet. Okay, <laughs> keep it locked because coming up. We're taking a look at past trending headlines and how they've evolved. I'm evolving, y'all. We'll be right back. I'm trying to evolve. Welcome back to the show. Hey, soulmates, relax. We do dark humor on the show every single night. But when I say it, it's the end of the world. You know my heart. The Lord knows my heart. You know, I don't really want people to die. We are sarcastic as hell. Y'all are okay when the jokes on certain people. So relax. I want everyone to live forever. I want there to be 20 million people on earth. Don't say we, girl. Don't suck me and Al in your backlash. That's <laughs> <laughs> okay. I can stand on my own. I'm used to it. Besties, I'm used to it. It's fine. Soulmates, do you ever think about past trending headlines and wonder how they've evolved or whatever happened to them? We're going to revisit them in a segment we like to call Tea back Thursday. Okay. All right. Remember around this time last year, how Shikari Richardson wasn't doing too well when it came to trap. You know, she was taking a lot of heat for her performance and the shenanigans and all that. Well, Shikari recently said, I'm not back. I'm better. Moments before winning. Oh no, that was moments after winning the hundred meter race at the USA Track and Field Championship in Oregon. Shakari snatched up her wig and tossed it to the side. And then after the race, she said, "I'm not back on better." I love this moment. It made me emotional. Y'all consider this a power move, and are you proud of our girl? Is she our uh, girl? I I, I I I love it. Um, I definitely think the the wig thing was great marketing. I think it. I'm sure it, she probably planned that out. Her and the people planned it out. Her body looks amazing. Um, I love the fact that all of that defensiveness that we saw when she first got in trouble, she seemed to have shed that. Uh, I know she was experiencing some loss with her mom. It just feels good because it feels like she's focused. Her head is in the game. She looks amazing and she's performing amazing. And I I, I want to see her continue, continue, continue and go on to get that Olympic situation that you know she missed out on because of the old bogus marijuana stuff all right al what are your thoughts hey i'm i'm you know i am so proud of her i mean just the the statement alone shows her growth she says i'm not back i'm better and it, and it shows it shows that she's a better person she's a better athlete and she's definitely going to go after this gold and i'm here for every second of it I'm really proud of her. And I really hate that even in a moment of positivity, it's like people don't want to let her evolve and ever be anything but what y'all first was introduced her to, to her by. 
Like people complain when people do things they don't like. And then when they change and fix it, y'all still don't want to let them grow. Right. You still want to hold them to what they did 10 years ago, 15 years ago, even last summer. People can change in the season, depending on how I hit them. And this girl is, is, I don't know if she got media training or had time to do some self-reflection. She looks so beautiful and cute without that wig on. She looked happy. She actually looked at peace. It wasn't a outer pretty thing to me. Uh, to me, it was an inner beauty thing that I saw with her. Mm-hmm. It looked like she was actually in a really good place. Right. And y'all, it's like people are so hard on this girl. She's young. She's had struggles in her life. She lost her mom. And she's over here on the world stage, thrown in front of people. And people want her to act and have the grace and the media savvy of a, of a Steph Curry out the gate. And she's not that. I like it. I love it. And I think that, you know, as much as people in the comments, you know, are not perfect and would like grace, we can give it to our celebrities and stop thinking because they rich or they famous that they don't deserve it somehow, some way, because they, they should be, that's the trade-off. No, I'm proud of her. Shakara, keep up the good work. We love to have you on the show sometime. So and it wasn't ghetto what she did. It was, it was, it, oh, it, was, yeah, it, was it was a reveal. It ripped me out of the plastic and turned me loose. Yeah. I like it. Uh, you know, Aries 88 said she's been winning constantly lately, but no one is talking about it. And following suit, Vanessa said she just said today that she's upset that the Epsi Awards did not invite her. And I agree about the sports community ignoring the track and field athletes. Uh, Claudia, you're a track and field girl. Um, were you, were y'all like looked over compared to the basketball girls and the volleyball girls and the 1000% track and field does not get the love that it needs. So there's only been two incidents with three people that stand out in memory. Well, maybe four in, in the 40 years I've been following track and fields. Okay. Flojo with the one leg, Carl Lewis with uh, just, just being Carl Lewis. Jackie Maurice, joined the Maurice Green, when he sprayed his shoes when he crossed the finish line, ran a hot, blazing hot time in Shikari. There's only been a few. Track and field does not get the recognition that they, they deserve in the United States, but when they go to Europe, they're rock stars. So that's why they have to go over there and make their money. They make zero money here. I knew a fr- I had a friend of mine that was second in the world in the hurdles, ranked second, right? He still had a secondary job at Home Depot, right? Yeah. It was unbelievable because... The, the shoe contracts they get, the deals are like 75000 100000 If they get 200000 in track and field back, it was a big deal. It's getting a little bit better with Usain Bolt, but they overlook track and field in America. The fact that she was not the ESPYs is ridiculous because they always do inspirational stories at the ESPYs. Well, she was, she was there last year, remember? I think she didn't get an invitation this year. Could have been because of the drug allegations. But she should. I mean, there's people who've been accused of all kinds of things at the SB. Like, come on. You know what I mean? Like, we act like weed is crack now. And and, and track and field, I know we're going to go, track and field needs these kind of antics because it needs the attention so they can get their money up. All right, y'all, remember a little while back when Sukiana was in the news for accusing YK Osiris of sexual assault? Well, she's grabbed the Internet's attention once again after a video from her OnlyFans leaks featuring her peeing on herself. Now, Sukiana said it was 100% piss. I love piss. I love to pee on myself. The thing is, I'm a disgusting person. So it's just like that. People have been knowing that about me. I don't give a bleep. Y'all can keep posting my OnlyFans videos. What do y'all think about this and her owning this, uh, Q? I don't know what to do anymore, right? Because uh, I'll be 40 in August. (laughs) Half the internet is telling me that I'm old, I need to shut the hell up and let the young people be young and do their thing and let them twerk and and all that type of stuff. And then my better judgment and the way I was raised says this is completely unacceptable, (laughs) it's wrong. What what pack of farm animals raised you, Sookie? Like, this is not ladylike. What would Michelle Obama do? Why would you want to pee on yourself? and then double down on it. So I I don't want the young people to beat me up in Burger King and record it and put it on World Star Hip Hop. So I'm going to just let them have the damn. They they can just have it. It is frustrating. Like, where do we, like, class is now now related to being old and and out of touch. Those are the messages I'm getting. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm getting told I'm old. Let the young people do their thing. I just don't understand because I'm old. So if I don't understand, then I don't understand. 
Claudia, you know, the best thing that she said on that interview was she said, my antics, everything that I did that was gross and disgusting because I am disgusting. She said, look, everybody, it worked. She said, I'm famous now. I'm rich now. I can take care of my kids now. <clears throat> she knew how disgusting everything she was doing in the past, but she had a goal. And guess what? Because of that and because of how we are as a society now, that goal, she has realized it, and she's making a lot of good money now. Nisha Carter said, Suki is confusing me. Did she want to be ratchet or did she want to be, a be, be better? And Ashley Edwards says, Suki needs to cut it out, but she's going to continue to make herself look like she doesn't care but something isn't right about her. Um, I now, feel that like girl is smart. That's a smart young lady right there. I mean, I think she did a switch and bait, and that it switch and bait worked. She started out ratchet. She got a ratchet following, and now she's going to pivot. I think we're going to see a different Suki in the next couple of years than the one that we've witnessed the last five. I hope so, because I'm tired. I'm I'm tired of like this is like the this is what's always being talked about, you know. Like yeah. we ain't talked about a ballet play as a dancer except one time on this show, and this is what trends. Like we're talking about someone who's talking about peeing on themselves, right, and saying that she's smart for marketing herself like that. That is the world we're in right now, and it's not just an it's not an attack on Suki. It's really about the times we're in right now, and it, it kind of makes me sad. Cause she's funny, she's clever. She can make put, you know, raps together. She can do all that and she has charisma, but it's just like, if I say anything negative about someone peeing on themselves, I'm the one that's out of touch. Me and me and Funky, we whack and we corny and we don't understand the youth. <laughs> Y'all old. <laughs> we old cause we don't approve of pissing on ourselves on camera. On camera. Where that's are we That's right all now? she did, remember? She threw up on Rose. I can't. Okay. Okay, well, you know what, Suki? We, we, we're just in different generations because we old. All right, y'all, coming up, we're taking a look at some of the hottest fashions from the 2023 ESPYs. We'll be right back. Oh, welcome back to TGIF. You know, one time... Every once in a while, I think we should get back to the end of the show where we would ask, let the fans ask us questions about our personal lives. Don't you agree, Al? Yeah. Q, we should get back Q, to can we ask you something personal? Sure. <laughs> so how's, how's, the, how's the new relationship? It's not a relationship. Me and Al went out in New Orleans and I met a boy and I like him and he liked me back. And we, mm. talk, and we talk on the phone every day. And it's been pretty consistent, though, right? It's been a few days. It's been more than a week. It's been, what, since July 4th, right? Yeah. Before July Damn, y'all damn near married in, in that world. That <laughs> <laughs> okay. Look at the cute body language. This is so cute. Right? No, Look at the, smitten, mm -hmm. little smitten. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I think that's so cute. Okay. Hey, your favorite athletes and celebs were styling and profiling at the 2023 ESPYs last night. So it's only right that we play a game of hit or miss. Soulmates, we'd like for you to join in too. All right. First up, we've got our girl Flash Day. Hit or miss. Ooh. I didn't know Flage had all that going on um, up under her clothes, the way she came on our show last week. It's the hit. It's the hit for me. Yeah, I like, the, I like the purple, of course. Look at her arms. Her arms are beautiful. Her abs are beautiful. Yeah, I, I would definitely give her a thumbs up for that. That color is perfect. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm into colors. Like, that color is perfect on her beautiful skin. She looks good. All right, next up, we have Tiffany Haddish. Hits or miss hit baby that's a hit all the way uh, and, I, and I love that uh, that stance and, and the hair color the dress the cut of the dress Tiffany looks good and, and it's funny because you know Tiffany in my opinion tends to have a more of a tomboy-esque energy so I, so I love to see her sexy and, and ultra feminine like this it's a hit for me 
So, Claudia, you know, we saw her in Aruba. You know, mm -hmm. Tiffany's just been killing it lately. I also saw her at Jason Lee's event. Um, I've seen her around town. And the way that she's showing off these beautiful legs and this short uh, blonde hair do, it just matches perfect with the dress. That's definitely a hit for me. She's lost a bunch of weight. She's snatched. She looks damn good. That's a, that's how you do sexy, classy. You give them legs, but you don't give them breast and back. You give you pick one thing to highlight, and that's that. You good. She looks great. Next up, we have Lolo Jones. Hit or miss. I can't really tell right there. Uh... This looks like, like one of those outfits that probably looks better in person. And, and I could probably see her body better. But what I can see, you know, she's got a nice body. Love that beautiful leg. Like the hair pulled back with the earrings and necklace. But I can't tell in the middle what's really going on. So I'm going to give her a, a, both a hit and maybe a miss. I don't know. Okay. I, I don't like this on her. I don't like right. the I think the breast part doesn't look good. I don't think she has I was trying to be nice. No, that doesn't look good right there. Like, Was it... Was it printed or is she or is she nude? I, I think that's a cup that. built into it. I don't like it. Yeah, I don't like it either. It looks like she, eyes or it looks like glasses, right? It does look like glasses. Glasses on her tits. Hit or miss. Patrick Mahomes. It's a hit. But you know what? You, you know what I hate about men's fashion? Like, it's so not fair when it comes to men and award shows because... All we have is suits, double-breasted, single-breasted, or a color. Like y'all need more. Yeah, I'm going to say, you're right. I'm going to say this is a miss. One thing about men that you have to do is you have to go to a tailor to make sure that your, your suits are tailored to your body. I think the way it's falling on his shoe and the way it's baggy through his body just shows that he probably did not have that tailored. He could have done better. That's a miss for me. It looks like he got them bad knees, like, right. like, like Kenny Smith. All right, what about Terrell Owens, hit or miss? Terrell Owens, Mr. Body. You know, Terrell always does it right. He's a fashion icon for me in the black male space. Um, I love the way he put that gray in the in the in the red in the red tie and the in the scarf. I mean, the yeah. handkerchief. You yeah. like it? Yeah. Okay, it's all right. All right. I want to thank my co-hosts, Al Reynolds and Funky Dineva, for doing amazing. Thanks for watching us on YouTube. Stay tuned for McMillan and Morrow, and we'll see you tomorrow. But before we go, Q, so well, you, got another, you got a date, another date with uh, your friend? What's going on? Y'all stop airing out all my business on the internet, please. Well, um, they, they complaining. When we meet Al get business, we're going to tell, too. We just don't got no business right now. <laughs> okay. Whatever I got going on, when there's something to tell, I'll tell it. Bye. Good night. <laughs>